Welcome to Games and Grew Up. Hello. Think I can fly? Asking for a piece of metal back seems, you know, sort of a futile act. I referred to the World Series trophy in a disrespectful way. And I want to apologize for that. There's no excuse for it. I'm John Banta for the Big East Digital Network. Nothing matters in college basketball other than ACC basketball. Are you crazy? Let's go. M-A-R-Q-U-E-T-T-A. Good to be back. If that doesn't get you fired up, I don't know what does. That, I, I'm all-time fired up right now. It was now. awesome. All-time fired Thank up. Thank you so much. I'm back in the producer seat. No, I'm just kidding. Aiden Hatton is back. Zach Pasios is here. Brian Gallagher is here. And we're going to call an audible here on Games and Grub. We're taking a call right away. Right it away. it is game day. And we're going to take our call from our man, Uncle Chris, right now. Uncle Chris, how's it going? <laughs> Am I the first caller today? <laughs> we haven't. We, talked, we just we started. We haven't talked about anything. There's yet. no doubt about that. You're All right. Well, I don't have a lot of. I, you know, I didn't have a lot of time, so I'm here with uh, Ryan. What's up, Aiden? <laughs> oh, how's it going, Ryan? How's it going? I'm doing well. How are y'all? And I'm also here with an, a, a, a massive Friar fan, my, my friend Ed Walsh, who has two Friars here, and who's a uh, um, a uh, fellow class of '89 uh, graduate. Just so you know, okay? Oh, All right, guys. We're doing good. How about yourself? Good, thanks. Okay, so um, I want to know your take on the game tonight. So today, what do you what do you guys think from your perspective? Dunk's gonna be Dunk's definitely gonna be rocking today. So I'm I'm let's say a little bit nervous, but I think coming off of two losses, uh, we're, we're starting to figure out our groove in the second half and coming back in games. And I, I think we should be able to close this one out. It, I think it'll be a close game up until the last eight or so minutes. Yeah, Creighton was hard. Creighton was tough, and after coming off that, I'm not not gonna knock the, uh, the Providence Friars. Yeah, I've seen Watson play, but I wouldn't say, huge, wouldn't say you guys are as tough as Creighton. I'm a huge Nate Watson guy. Huge. I think he's he's one of the better better play overall players in the Big East. He's got he's got a lot to offer on the here's, table. Here's wow. my thought. It's tough. It's a tough atmosphere today. Simple as that. But you know what? My my dad. We were on the phone the other day. And Yoni told me slash reminded me of the fact that this game is the game slash opportunity for Marquette to put an end to Providence's tourney hopes. Stick it in the ground, period, end of story. This is the game. I think it's a true it's a true must win for the Friars. So you know they'll be going all out in full force. Aiden really bring in okay. the Jesuit okay, mission. Okay, well, there. hang on a minute. If you've looked at uh, certain stuff and just not Joe Lenardi, you'll know that um, <laughs> there are, there are actually, there's actually a lot of people that believe that right now we have an 86% chance of making the tournament based on what we've done uh, in the Big East. So, and 
I will remind you both also that, um, or all three of you guys, sorry, that um, we beat you guys the first time, right? And so right now you owe me a pizza because you guys haven't paid up on that bet. So let's just make sure we understand each other <laughs> for where we're starting today, right? We will accept that. Do you want Domino's or Papa John's? Accept it. <laughs> accept it. You have to accept it. <laughs> I'm waiting, I'm waiting to see you in Milwaukee and I'll buy you a pizza. How about that? Wait a minute, wait a minute. There's no there's no stipulation about me being in Milwaukee. Does Milwaukee have pizza? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. We can't. Oh, gosh, come of Providence guys in a couple Providence guys in Rome is a dangerous this is dangerous too hurtful. Yeah. Rotwurst on some sort of baked bread is not pizza. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Depends how much cheese you put on it. <laughs> That's yeah. very true. Provolone, yeah, we got brie, we got so just want to make sure you realize in the last eight minutes of the close game, Wojo will be in absolute earshot of us, and we will be just chanting Sham God, which we'll just send him into a tailspin because it doesn't take much to Google Wojo versus Sham God circa 1998. <laughs> and it there's a wonder like... that that guy didn't give up the sport <laughs> and just, like, just crawl into a hole, never to be associated with basketball again. It sounds like you and Chris are on the same page because Chris has told us that story multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> of course I have. Of course I have. <laughs> so we'll look well, forward to it. Well, good luck. Yeah, look for us. In look, all you seriousness. can't miss me, right? I have a white jumper, and obviously I have the whitest hair probably out there. So. <laughs> <laughs> wear, it pr- wear it proudly, right? I will. I will. And I'll text you during the game. I know you guys just got started. Um, but uh, we will be... Friars are favored by two and a half. My, I say Friars right? by four. Two and a half? Yeah, the home court advantage yeah. in the Big East is huge. Uh, all right, huge you said that. The dog is a huge court advantage. all home court. That disgusts me. Um, so are you... You're going heading there soon? Should be there. Yep. We are like I'm at I just checked into the hotel and we're about four blocks away. So oh, yeah, awesome. we're walking up there now. Any other so you guys will be watching the game for the first half of your show, right? Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So we're here in the trenches and we gotta not yell into the mic too much while we're yeah, streaming it. Make sure you make sure you keep it clean, right? This yep. is what happened okay. with Tiger Woods in the Masters last year. We watched it while we were doing the show and a putt goes in and we all yell and it's a it's a bad scene. Well, yeah, well, keep it clean because this is a family show, right? Oh, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Shout out to Aaron Hatton who's listening. Awesome. Thank you for calling in. Hope you enjoy the game today. I hope you don't I actually. Go Friars. Yeah, I like... hope this game sucks for you. <laughs> go Friars, but guess what? Marquette Berry better be ready for this ass whooping. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay, Ryan. All right, Ryan jumps in with the nail in the coffin at the end. But We're we'll, trying. We're right. trying. See you guys. We'll see you guys. Enjoy the game. Enjoy the game. Bye. All right, he just had to call in at the beginning, at the beginning of our show, and strip us of our. Hey, open. well, you the ever the audience just heard what's happening. There's a game on in 20 minutes. 20, yeah, now we don't have listen, we don't have 20 minutes. 16 minutes. So it's 10:44. We're rocking live here on Marquette Radio. 414-288-7091. Call us up live or hit us on Twitter if you're listening on the podcast or if you're on live at Grub M U R. That's on Twitter at grub mur so today we'll talk about everything from the new nba all-star format to the best food this week we ate to the astros cheating scandal and the uh the new wrinkles that's gone on with that uh we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about market basketball obviously because it's a big day in the world of sports and college basketball specifically but i want to start while we have 15 minutes, we're going to start with the Astros cheating scandal. I think it's the biggest sports story of the week. 
seems, you know, sort of a futile act asking for a piece of metal back. That's right. He called the called? commissioner's trophy a piece of Who metal. Called? I just want let's play it one more time. It seems asking Who? for a piece of metal back it seems you know sort of a futile act. That's some context. That is the commissioner well, yeah. of Major League Baseball, Rob Manfred, in an interview with Carl Ravitch this week on ESPN saying asking Carl Ravitch asking him the question, should did you consider stripping the Astros of the 2017 World Series title? And he says no, because an asterisk or asking for a piece of metal back seems like a futile act. But he just called a piece of a piece of metal, the commissioner's trophy. That, by the way, he's the commissioner. The trophy is named after him. Is it that hard to be a commissioner of a major sports league? I mean, Adam Silver <laughs> is setting the example for everybody, and like like we see Goodell just keep screwing up. This guy obviously doesn't know what he's doing. I mean, just try to make everybody happy. It's a sticky situation. Listen, you got to listen to the people. The people are what run your sports. The people that are watching it. So the more entertained they will be, the more ha- the happier they are, the better your league is going to run. So LeBron James among others trashed Rob Manfred on Twitter, Justin Turner Jose the entire Altuve sports world coming out. Yeah. The entire so sports Manfred, world coming every, out. Everyone so in baseball has everyone. Everyone this. in baseball has something to say, and this is why it's still, in my mind, the biggest sport, sports story of the week. Don't give me Tom Brady. Don't give me the NBA. Don't give me Pat Connaughton. Don't even give me my man Marcus Howard and Marquette. Rob Manfred's comments from the Open, which we just mentioned in the Runaway song, about again the World Series trophy being called. A piece of metal. A piece of metal back. The Astros, the continued player banishing, bashing, excuse me, of Rob Manfred and the Astros players, it doesn't stop. It's only getting louder. And he had to apologize about calling the World Series trophy a piece of metal. I referred to the World Series trophy in a disrespectful way. And I want to apologize for that. There's no excuse for it. Why is this still a story? Because players and fans of every team, besides Houston, are looking for answers. Fans are also looking, and I talked to Zach about this yesterday, for they're looking for the next team to hate and have a vendetta against nationally. The, the answers that I'm talking about here have to do with players' punishment. So Aaron Judge, Nick Markakis, etc. have come out disappoint, making comments disappointed in all Astros players, specifically Jose, Jose Altuve. Shout out to Matt. He met him. Well some, well, some of these players, I mean, Aaron Judge probably would have been the MVP of baseball if, if Jose Altuve was not a team that was or he would Or he would have won a championship. That's won, his argument. Or he would have done both. <clears throat> so, so, so when the commissioner here is talking about a piece of trash, piece of metal, Aaron Judge, <laughs> who dedicates his life to, to his craft of baseball, gets screwed over because Jose Altuve wants to wants to cheat because the Astros, the entire, the entire, how does it like, how did it take this long to come out? That's like, there's so many people in an organization to keep that many people quiet for as long as they did is impressive to say the least. Well, Mike Fires is now receiving death threats. He was the pitcher from the Astros who moved on to the Indians or another team that is receiving, receives death threats now because he leaked the story to the athletic and now 
he started the whole wave of controversy. Did, did he try to keep it uh, confidential at first? It's a good question. If if you leak it to a news source in a newspaper, it's going to get leaked out, and they're going to write a yeah. story on it. So, but he kept it clean for that two year window or whatever it was. So there's something to be said for that. But it seems again, it seems because we don't know, and that's why this is still a story that. The only way individual punishments will be thrown out is exactly that way being thrown at. Quote, everyone needs a beating, says Nick Markakis of the Atlanta Braves. Oh, so many people are so going to get, get ready. There's gonna get be a, ready. There's going to be people charging the mound at Astros games. There's going to be people getting beamed at Astros games. I, I hope so. I might watch base. I might watch yeah, Astros. Yeah, might year. have to. I might have to. This incentivizes people to watch, and this is what I'm talking about. Nationally... There's a vendetta against the Astros. They all want them to lose. Dusty Baker is walking into the biggest controversy and you know turmoil-filled team in MLB history, maybe. So it's going to be a fun season to watch with Houston. I just talked to Zach about this yesterday. If ESPN doesn't pick up game one of Astros opening day... Yeah, that's going to be a big one. That'll be a mistake. Uh, uh, Brian, you know if we're watching Astros baseball opening day... You know, there's something going on. Something, something's Some, gonna, something's gonna going happen. On. We're we're gonna be watching it. So yeah, four one four two eight eight seven zero nine one. Again on Twitter at grubmur. Listen to us in podcast form on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Wherever you get your podcasts, listen to us there. But let's get. We were gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about Rob Manfred a little more because Zach is gonna pull out our clip and rip it this week. To another th- yet another thing he said, Rob Manfred, about this exact topic they were talking about, beating players, game one, Astros, ESPN, will, you know, Nick Markakis says they deserve a beating, will they get beat, and will Rob Manfred let pitchers and players be in the Astros? We'll talk about that pretty soon. But first, before, again, tip off this Marquette basketball game, we're going to get to a big story, or I shouldn't say a story. You know what we're going to get to? And this is real professional, me being the DJ here, just switching things up. We're going to get to our 10 questions, and I'm really happy about these questions this yeah, week. Yeah, it's looking like a solid set of questions. So let's start. Kick us off, Lucy Vert. You're not playing the futsal shuffle. I am, because... As it as the before the beat drops, we can talk about how much I played this just like at the gym and like. I heard you in the shower listening to it. I did. And you go to the gym. I did. All right, let's hit these questions. Number, Number one. one. We'll get into this later more, but will John Fanta be our next guest on the show? I don't know about our next guest, but hopefully, uh, hopefully he could be a guest. Yeah, hopefully yeah. he comes on. Uh, we had the Brian and I had the pleasure of meeting, or Aiden and I had the pleasure of meeting John Fanta pregame versus Creighton hey. on. And then he came Tuesday. over, said hi to me because I have a connection with him. He was uh, my older brother John's college roommate. If anyone uh, not know who John Fanta is, he's uh, one of the leading media. He's, uh, he's going to be big media. time, so hop yeah. on the bandwagon so one of the media. We're jumping on the bandwagon now. Leading media members of the Big East, buy, and he's on NBA TV. Buy in low and sell high, boys. All right, number two, Sobes. Sobman's still deserving of the hype? Absolutely. Absolutely, and I think it's underrated. There was zero zero disappointment in my burger. I loved it. It was delicious. Does not even get recognized as much as I think it should. Number three, is the Big East still the best conference in college basketball? Yes. Uh, best. 
us Bass. or the it's, Big Ten? Yeah, it's it's between the Big Ten and us, but I don't think the it's Big not, Twelve. Yeah, no, can really get into that debate right now. And the ACC is having a down year. Yeah, it's it depends tough. on your perspective. If you're looking for top heavy, Baylor yeah. and Kansas are one and three respectively right now. So that's big for the Big Twelve. Ooh, if you're looking for tournament teams. The Big, Big Ten, Ten will probably have more. And if, you're if you're looking, looking for, for overall ranked teams, competitiveness, yep. Marquette, Marquette, Villanova, all Butler, the top seventy-five. Yeah. Marquette, Only Villanova, Butler, in the Seton Hall, and Creighton are all ranked. That's five teams in the Big East ranked. Only if you're conference for that. If you're looking for John Fanta content, you're gonna say the Big East. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. All, right. all right, number four. Number four. Let's hit this together, Brian. Can we get Zach on reading books? I Can mean, we try? I've been trying to read. I know you've been trying to read. We have both been on a reading you grind. Know, scholars, intellectual. Can we get me into reading a book? Is that the question? Just, you, yeah, just we're gonna keep, have you. We're gonna get you to pick up a book. Keep I mean, re-reading. I can pick up a book if it's about something I like. If it's about a coach, I can read any <laughs> single book in this world about I, a coach. I'm gonna go to the library and check books out for you about coaches. Oh, so you're gonna do the shopping for him? Yeah, that's dedication. Sure, bring me a book. I wasn't bed, even gonna turn that. Bring him a book. All right. That sounds like a win. That sounds but, like a yes. But no coaches in the ACC because nothing matters nothing in college matters basketball, in college basketball except for Big East. Except all right? for the Big East. Except for the Big East. Except for Al McGuire. <laughs> all right, number five. Thought on the NFL expanding expanding the playoff format to more teams from each conference. Everyone. It seems like everyone's trying to switch up their baseball is flirting play. with this like, too yeah it's crazy i like having more teams in postseason i think it's gonna be a tough task seeing that football you can't just pick up yeah. another game that's I, a tough I thing don't, to do i don't i don't mind tweaking it and here's why because if it works out it's great if it doesn't just go back to the old format but they're trying something that are trying to keep it more interesting you got to respect uh goodell and the entire the entire league for trying this and that's to that point if they try it and it doesn't work they should. They should just revert back to what. And I. And, and they. They, they would, won't. They would get. They, criti- they would get criticism. No, no, not for criticism. They won't because they're too. Uh, proud. They're yeah. They're too they're, cocky. They're too. Yeah. They're too cocky. They're like, this is what we wanted to do. This is gonna work. Blah blah blah. And they're they're not gonna be like. They're not gonna catch themselves. Yeah. Like referees, when they're calling a play, and then they have to go to the booth review. Sometimes they're a little hesitant to make that change of the call because right. they're like, I was right this first Here's time. Here's the thing. Just Ego make stroking. the right call. Yeah, exactly. Do, make the right call. Do the right thing. Yeah, and, and at the end of the day, if you figure it out and it works, good. But if yeah. it doesn't, just change it back. It doesn't. It, it's tough with, it is tough with all the media, though. I the think media the, is going to criticize. The I media think is going to put pressure on people. I think the NFL parity in the competitive product is the best out of the four major sports right now, and I don't think you mess with that. I, I'm sorry. I don't, think, I don't think Goodell should expand to having – like the I heard on the radio this week, uh, via the DA show that the two teams that would have gotten in with this expanded playoff format this year would have been the Steelers from the AFC and the Rams from the NFC. Do you really need the Steelers with Duck, uh, Duck Hunter there in the playoffs this year? I don't think so. You just said that it's the biggest parody. This league, the NFL has. The biggest pair right now they do. Yeah, but, but if but if you so yes, expanding you, has more bad teams. It, it, it's just so if you add the Steelers, you're telling me they can't win again. No, I or? saw something and it's a problem. You're, you're it getting like, in. You have a shot you, at the dance, which is at, cool. But, but if you look at the last, like I think it's it was good like for more fan bases. Like 15 seasons, only a couple eight and eight teams. Money. Are be getting it's in. all about money. There's still nine and six teams getting in. Because like if you if you look at the NFL, there's nine and six teams every year in some conference that don't or like in some divisions that just don't make it in. So. 
let's talk about money more, Zach, because this goes to our next question. Number six, <coughs> thought on the NFL expanding <coughs> neutral site game frequency. So we talked to you guys. I was out last week, but you guys talked about having University of Wisconsin play Notre Dame at Lambeau. It sounds like the NFL would do this more because if you expanded to a 17-game season, season, every team would play eight home games, eight away games, and one neutral site game. So you'd have games in London, China, yeah, again, England, uh, the whole Mexico. London is in England, yeah. but uh, you'd have, for example, I heard again the other day the DA show the Detroit Lions playing at Michigan Stadium. Do you want that? I would love that. That would be sick. I think that'd house. be so cool. I mean, the extra game isn't have, what I the extra game isn't what I like because I don't know if I like an every team to have that extra neutral site game, but I would like to see more. Teams playing in college stadiums. I think that's a fun atmosphere. Today, we got the Atlanta Falcons playing the Cincinnati Bengals at Tuscaloosa, Bryant-Denny Stadium. All right, I'm Jim Nance with uh, Tony R- Phil Sims. It'd be so cool. It'd be a yeah. mix-up. It'd well, be the, a mashup. The, Vi- It'd be the Vikings awesome. played in uh, at TCF Bank for a while, um, for two or three years while a new stadium right. was being built. Right, And uh, That's yeah, uh, Minnesota's? Yeah, it, yeah, it kind of sucked because How it was big really is it? cold. He's yeah, no. It? Well, it's it, oh, it's freezing probably, but that's not the point. It's can we talk about like, Milwaukee weather today? By the way, awesome. Fifty yeah, thousand. It's, like, it's gonna be fifty this weekend. Oh, it's. I mean, that's a normal size for an NFL. U- guess, U.S. Bank fifty thousand. U.S. Bank sixty six. So Ge- Gillette's like seventy thousand. Sixty seven. Sixty seven. Anyway, we're we're getting off topic. Number seven. Let's jump to food. Rank these four based on cost, taste. Availability and just overall oh, culture. Sixty-five. Cousin sorry. subs. Sixty-six. Cousin subs. Subway. Potbelly. Jimmy John's. Uh, can I go first? Yep. Potbelly. Fifty feet of crap. Jimmy John's. Fifty feet more. Cousins. Fifty feet more. Subway. It's not even close. Potbelly's number one. Like and like the rest of them, they're not even in the same. Potbelly. Cousin. Z- Jimmy John's. Subway last. Yep. Cousins second, I'm gonna yep. go. I'm gonna go. Potbelly, Jimmy John's, Cousins, Subway. So I think Brian. Jimmy John's doesn't page. offer hot sandwiches. That's the only thing I I love the option for a hot sandwich at Jimmy John's. Yeah, I, I think don't, I, th- I don't take advantage of Jimmy John's enough, but I know it's there and I know their delivery is a minus. It's consistent. It's yep. consistent. Yep. All right. All right. Number eight. Will Uncle Chris get kicked out of the dunk today, or have Wojo give him a dirty? So apparently, look? the game must have just started, but. I can't get it anywhere. I'll find out. We're going to get it. If if we don't, we that just not, means we're we having a more focused not, show. Let me repeat. We are not illegally streaming yep. this game. All right. Uh, I can see Uncle Chris uh, getting a little dirty look. Maybe maybe he's heckling a little bit too much and gets a security guard. Hey, sir, we're going to have to set, uh, sit down a little bit, tone it down. I can well, see that happening. We already got his game plan from him and his buddy. They're going to talk about God Sham God. So yeah. that's their that's their game plan. We already know what they're doing, and I think that they know it's going to get in Mojo's head. It's not even a question. I mean, he he was exposed back in like '98 or whatever it was, um, and he's told me that again, two times at least. At least number nine, as the aftermath of physicals and switching players, did the Red Sox make a mistake with the whole Mookie Betts deal? Zach, I know we're both Red Sox fans. Yeah, they made a mistake. I. Th- I think it's a tough pill to swallow right now, but once free agency 2020 comes around, I think you're going to look back and say, thank God we traded Mookie and didn't get uh, lost in the trash and didn't get anything for him. So it sucks right now to have that pill to swallow, but I think in the end it's going to work out. Brian, you don't watch baseball. Uh, yeah, I don't. 
don't keep track of it. Number 10, you know what you do watch, though, is I, boxing. I do watch boxing. So, Wilder or Fury tonight? Um, I'm going to go the uh, what people are calling the underdog, the Gypsy King, Tyson Fury. I just don't... I. Deontay Wilder is so good, but I don't see him... I just don't see him winning this fight. I he... He's looked all right in his last couple of fights, and he has that knockout power, but I just haven't seen it like throughout the entirety of his fights. And uh, this isn't this isn't one of those fights that you're going to want to let it go to 10, 12 rounds like he did last time with Fury. But um, definitely, I'm going to be happy if either person wins, because as long as it's not a draw, the boxing community and me will be happy. Okay, love that. I got I to gotta stream on the game, so. All right. <laughs> That's our 10 questions. Call us up again, 414-288-7091 and on Twitter at GrubMUR. And we're going to start, we're going to shift to our next segment, Clip and Rip It. It's one of our favorites, household name, and we're going to talk about Rob Manfred and his quote unquote memorandum on hit by pitches to the Houston Astros. This is Rob with Carl Ravitch this week on ESPN. I uh, have been working on for some time uh, a, a memorandum um, about being hit by pitches, intentionally throwing at batters. Um, it, it's really dangerous, really a dangerous undertaking and completely independent of the Astros investigation. We will be issuing um, at the beginning of this week a memorandum about hit by pitches, which um, will increase the disciplinary ramifications of that type of behavior. Um, I think that will be a That's tool cute. that will be helpful uh, to us in terms of dealing with whatever flows from, from the Houston situation. The second- Here we go. In all seriousness, yes. It's a danger to the game. These Astros players should not be sub they should be I think they should be subjected to get being hit by pitches. It, it's a physical But it is a it's a danger to the game in, in the fact that they could get hurt. Someone like seriously. And all honesty, yeah. however much they deserve it, it's okay for him to say they want a memorandum. It's expected It's not gonna do anything. That. It's not gonna do anything. I've seen memorandums written in my workplaces in the past. Where people just walk by and don't even read <laughs> read stuff on the walls. You know what I mean? So even stuff in this building. Like, yeah. they'll write something. No one's going to... Uh, a letter? No, really? No. O- over what you did? Over what you're you're no, cheating? And no you food don't... or drink in the studio, but I have my coffee in oh, front of me. Oh, we got... That's, no, that it's was... just, just me, but... Drop that 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Let's hit the dump button. <laughs> no, um, in all seriousness, it's a danger to the players, but not to the game. Um... Players are going to get hit by pitches either way, no matter what this memorandum will do. Uh, I, I just think it's – you don't have to come out and say that. It's, it's so someone in the MLB should be the one saying, we're going to put out a memorandum. We're going to say this can't be tolerated instead of someone in the Astros organization that it's not the, it's not is like a ev- part of – Not every pitch is going to be getting them getting beamed. It's probably not going to be for the whole season. But first game is Jose Altuve going to get beamed? Probably, as he should. As the, he should. Is the second game um, is Jose Altuve going to get beamed? Probably. So second game, I don't think so. Yeah, no, I think, I think every, it's that first every, game. Every, first game at every stadium. First, 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 game, first game away. First, first game, game away. Every when they every when they stadium. play the Yankees. Um, when they play those other powerhouse here, teams. Here's another question that I heard posed on uh, the Colin Coward uh, experiment on FS1 th- this morning. Not this morning. 
couple days ago. Will the Astros fans boo them at their home field? Yeah, it's got to be weird to be an Astros fan right now. Exactly. It, Zach just showed me a T-shirt. Yes. It that says, hate us. Hate us with the hate Astros us Houston. With the H star logo, yep. the Astros H, as the H in hate, hate us. All right, so 67. You uh, don't defend this as a fan. Are you stupid? I mean, I mean they kind of, I bet they embrace it. I bet they embrace it. I shouldn't it. say are you stupid, but I understand defending your team. And don't make parallels to Patriots fans of the show. Do not do that because it's a not that's not my, the same situation. That's my job. But how is this? No, I can't even. Going back go to back. hitting, being hit by to, pitches. Yeah, go back to that. Um, so I calculated, I was doing some betting uh, betting research last night. Uh, 67, team, 67 players per team were hit by pitch last year. So for each team, sixty-seven players were hit during the regular season. Sixty-seven hits happened. They were hit. Yes. Yeah. yeah. By a pitch. Okay. Sorry. Got it. If that. Yeah. Sorry if I didn't explain no, you're good. that. So the over/under for Astros being hit this year in uh, sports books in Vegas is somewhere around eighty-three to eighty-five. Oh, it's gonna be over a hundred. So I'm starting like right when I heard the number eighty-three getting hit by pitches eighty-three times. That's like a lot. But if considering that normally sixty seven, wonder if the injury happens sixty seven times. I bet it's low, low. Yeah, they have they have good padding on at least the side of their body that's yeah, facing the facing the mound. But I think that that will hit the over. I never thought I'd say eighty three times, but yeah, Astros players are going to get hit more than eighty three times. <laughs> or <laughs> or they take it. Uh, opposing pitchers are like very hesitant. To even throw on the inside because they don't want to be the retaliator. Yeah, I, maybe. maybe kind of see that? Does maybe, that get into their heads maybe, a little bit? Maybe that first beam is going to take a while to happen. Yeah. Because they're going to be like, oh, my God, I don't want to get yeah, suspended. I don't want to be that guy. It is, their, it is their pockets that would be getting yeah. affected. So, I oh, mean, the, if, if I'm that first pitcher going up against them. The dunk looks like it's rocking right now. Is the, is the dunk rocking? It looks Can like I, it's absolutely. They're dressed up in Hawaiian. Oh my gosh, this is awesome. Why don't, why don't we ever have themes like that? I don't know. Uh, next Saturday, Seton Hall game. I'm sorry, blackout. Do we, blackout. Do we know any of the student section leaders at Marquette? No, we don't. Uh, do we know any of them? But we'll give them a call. We might have to, we might have to discuss we'll give, some we'll, things. We'll have them. Nathan Marzian, our next guest on the podcast, oh. ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Uh, after John Fanta, of course. All right, 414. All right, I'm going to head out. 414-288-7091 on Twitter at GrubMUR. Let's get to our discussion with John Fanta. But moreover, let's get to our talk about college basketball. Nothing matters in college basketball other than ACC basketball. Are you crazy? All right, so, so that was a guy that we so met in uh, Times Square, New York, last year before the Big East tournament. We're walking around New York. Uh, we're in Times Square, yeah. Yeah, we're in Times Square. Yep. And people from Marquette Wire came up to us. And interviewed us because they saw we were wearing Marquette. They're stuff. essentially our coworkers. Yeah, but they're on the TV side of things. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, so Marquette Wire Sports uh, was there, and we're interviewing random people, and they came up to us. That was kind of funny coincidence that we were both in Times Square, and one of the most densely populated places in in the, the world. world. And we the saw another. World. We saw Marquette Wire uh, there, and they interviewed us. Said a couple things about Marcus Howard, how great he is, and we we're all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We looked at the YouTube. We looked at the YouTube segment uh, a couple days couple, later. Couple, yeah, week later. A week what later. They, and what, they, what was our what was our answer to the? They asked us who Marcus Howard is, and we said this. The best. Damn it. 
Thank you. What did we say, Aiden? We said, pose that for me again. What, what did we say? Aiden? They asked us who Marcus Howard is, and we responded by. Tree. Best point, point guard, guard in the country. Best. Chandler, best Arizona, baby. The the, wow, Brian Gallagher actually said he was the best point guard in the country. Chandler, you gotta, Arizona. You got to rep when you're on TV. You got to rep when you're on yeah, TV. Yeah, so he is the best point. YouTube. YouTube. What did we say? Best point TV. guard in the country? That's, uh, That's what we said. Yeah, all right. So he is. He's one of the best college point guards at in the that country. At that point, yeah, he was. Yeah. Um, but then we look at this video a couple days later, and they put all the pieces together, and there's this guy on the screen <laughs> that's got an NC State hat. hat. Not, not UNC. You, you heard it. Not Duke. You heard it, but it was it was funny. So they asked first, like, who's Marcus Howard? Then they go, he had no idea. Then they go, where's Marquette? I think he knew that was in Wisconsin. What's Wisconsin known for? Cheese. He knew that. What? Then What's he goes the, to you Steve wanna hear the, you, wanna hear, you wanna hear the actual answer? What is Wisconsin known for? Guy from NC State. Badgers and uh cho- and uh cheese. cheese. Yeah. Badgers and cheese. It. So he says that stuff and then they ask him some random question about Marcus Howard, and he goes, Nothing matters in college basketball except ACC basketball. Are you s- are you serious? Are you kidding? Nothing matters in college basketball other down. than ACC basketball. Are you crazy? Are Nothing you, matters are you crazy? in college basketball are you except crazy? ACC basketball. Are you cra- are currently you crazy? wearing an NC State you're, hat? Yeah, like Get a, out of a here. pseudo-tobacco road school, and he's trying to tell us that the only <laughs> thing that matters is the ACC. Good Lord. Rally. And can I remind you there are three, maybe four teams that will make the tournament from this, the ACC this, this year? This doesn't even trigger me because it's just like such a stupid take. Like... Come you, know, on. You, you know why he didn't know who Marcus Howard was? No clue. He doesn't play for uh, NC State, Duke, or Carolina. Oh, my God. The That's three why. powerhouse That's teams why. in the world. <laughs> <laughs> NC State, Duke, and UNC. UNC's like 3-10 and ten in the ACC. NC State, oh Duke, my gosh. and Carolina. No clue. He doesn't play for uh, NC State, Duke, or Carolina. Unbelievable. Good shot clock violation. Providence, Marquette ball Unbelievable. coming down. It's and you zero. know what? And you know what happened Here's when the girl... You know, have when the girl, interv- the the woman interviewing him, asked, "Oh, did you know that Coach Steve Wojo has has, Duke. has, has the Duke coach of Marquette has yes. a Duke connection?" Oh, what's his name? Steve Wojohowski. Must be the coach at uh, Marquette. <laughs> Must be the coach at Marquette. Now yeah, that you say it, he does have Duke connections. Yeah, he does. We do we beat him for that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, are we beaming him? Are we throwing pitches? Can I throw a pitch at this guy? Marquette, uh, Dr. Lovell's going to have to send out a memorandum saying yeah. we can't we can't yeah, do no, that. No beaming here. Yeah. Marquette's got to get to the line today. And Marcus just uh, two minutes in. Just how, do you, how do you spell Marquette, Zach? Uh, M-A-Q-R-U-I-E-T-T-E. This is how the NC State guy <laughs> tried to pronounce it. M-A-R-Q-U-E-T-T-A. Oh, nice, a. nice try, buddy. Nice, nice try. M A R Q U E T T E. By the way, M A R Q U E T T A. We were just Marqueta. trying. We were just trying to find the best. You know, we ta- we you asked you asked me this again today, and we're going to New York again for the Big East tournament again. You'll see us there at spring break. Yeah, we will be there. That'll be a good episode. Post post. We want to find this guy. Yeah, if anyone knows, I posted on my Twitter, He's but I want to like bring a, this guy onto the show. He, oh, he should we'll, go on. We'll, uh, we'll tweet. Uh, we can tweet that, or we'll, uh, yeah, we can tweet. <laughs> we'll that. tweet the screenshot of this guy with an NC State hat and, and like, we want, like gray beard. We need your help. 
to find him. I just want to have a friendly conversation with him about we ACC need your basketball. Help. The fans of Games and Grub on Aiden's Spotify, pointing, Aiden's Apple pointing at like the computer. Like we need your help. Like I'm in the computer. I'm looking at it like it's a fake camera. Nothing matters in college basketball other than ACC basketball. Are you crazy? Nothing. Are you from crazy? The truth. Last year, I might have been like oh, Zach. Are you crazy? I'm not crazy. M A R Q U E T T A. Hey, it was worth a shot. It was worth a shot. No clue. He doesn't play for uh, NC State, Duke, or Carolina. <laughs> okay, that's enough. 414-288-7092. I mean, hold on. 414-288-7091. What was that? Why'd that's that? because this is not how you spell Marquette. Oh, all right, that was bad. That was a bad joke. Aiden was trying that's to not our, that's not our That's not our school name. So... Let's get. What are we going to? Let's get to our boys, Marquette. And I know we're we're on screen with the game going on against. I kind of like this. It's I. I've never been. All the podcasts that I listen to about college basketball or any any sport really are coming after the games. Oh my gosh, the car anim. <laughs> Sorry, spin move. Um, I'm trying to sign in as we speak here. Yeah, so everything that I listen to is post-game. Watching a game and actually commentating on it? I Not Ter- commentating, but like talking about the game while it's on? Terrible radio. What? If you if you can learn Mike, how to do Mike, it, I feel... Mike Francesa is just terrible. He'll watch like the Mets melt- meltdown game. Probably the greatest sports show host in media history. And he will do play-by-play watching TV from the studio. Well, I'm not Diet Coke in hand, and it sounds terrible. No play-by-play, but the the conversation. So in the uh, in college football for the last four games of the year, last three games of the year, sorry, the two playoff games and the championship, they cover the game in like three different ways with three different media uh, teams, and one of them actually just sits in the studio, watches the game, and basically just talks about it. They aren't commentating, but they're reviewing the last play. They're looking at what could have happened. They're predicting what's going to happen. It's less of a common co- commentator and more of like just a conversation about the game, which can, I find really, really cool. Can I give you an update Go on? Uh, so let's let's get to Uncle Chris. He sent me a text corner of the bench near the Gatorade jugs of Marquette of Marquette. Oh, wow. He's really. So, oh, that's a foul. Yep. If you're looking for him, he's there. In a white pullover, and in his words, the whitest hair on the face of the earth. So, and you guys might have the game before me, everyone on air. So don't spoil it, please. Oh, am I getting it? Am I getting it? I'm getting it. I may have a shot here. Probably don't. Are you, um, are you getting it? What else are we? Uh, are you getting it legally or legally? Yeah, legally. Legally. Uh huh. All right. Let's get to our boys at Pfizer on Tuesday because I want to start. Oh gosh. Ugh. Can we do? Or let's let's wait till the let's wait till the commercial break of the next. Uh, your stream is ahead of mine, so we're gonna be again falling behind. But call us up on this four one four two eight eight seven zero nine one seven zero nine one on Twitter at grubmur. Listen to us on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, it's finally coming up. All right, seven to four is that your score? Yep. Okay. So. We're rocking the gold uniforms, and again, Providence student section. I told him. I told it is, you. It is looks very fun in there. By the way, underrated comment that Brian threw out in that Uncle Chris call. I said, 
uh, stick it in the ground, period, end of story. That's how I described Providence's tourney hopes after Marquette beats them potentially today. And Brian goes, wow, way to stretch out the Jesuit mission. No, I said that yeah, because that's, that's like oh, that that's real nice of you, like just being a Jesuit and thinking about everyone, Yeah, really thinking. Hey, that. Cure Personalis is still how I live my life, okay? So you can uh you Yeah, can well, can you up. care for other people too? Yo, That's the whole oh, point. Good hustle, Brendan. Nah. Good hustle, Brendan. Nah. It's hustle. Nah. Hustle. Nah. I don't know why this is taking so long to load. Um, terrible. This is what I mean. Terrible radio. What did you guys talk about while I was gone? We talked about, uh, we played more drops of the NC State guy <laughs> talking about. Uh, that, dude. Did you, did you heard the M-A-R-Q-U-E-T-T-A. Yeah. Plenty of that. So right, Should we do the best food we ate this week? Let's jump to the best food we ate this week. I had a Cool Ranch burger from Sobes. I would say my burger from Sobs was up there. Uh, so describe the Cool Ranch burger, please, because I wanted. I heard you get it, and I like briefly looked at it that night on the menu, but I didn't know what was on it. Or yeah, I don't know now. It's kind of just Cool Ranch and a burger. Um, All right, awesome ex- radio. Does that explain? Again. Does it, can you I, understand I that? Pretty clear picture. Aiden, that. can you understand? Ranch. Do you need some? I know, like Cool Ranch Doritos, but when you when All right, it comes so to imagine a burger, that in a liquid form, like ranch, and then you like put it on the burger. And there's a piece of cheese, and it's like a flavorful cheese. It's not just like an American or a cheddar. It's like a, it's not a pepper. It's, it's, it's got a little kick to it. It's got a little kick to it. It's like it's a spicy like a, yeah, pepper Yeah, it's like a hot, it's like a hot No, it's jack. not that. No, it's not that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's like a hot pepper jack. Okay. And then you, you just, a hot pepper jack. And then you just put, I think it was tomatoes, lettuce, which I I don't like two tomatoes on it. I like one tomato slice, not two, especially yeah, if I'm going to put tomato. ketchup on. Eh. Too much tomato can get too juicy. Yeah. Picky. Um, my my Maquette. Maquette. It's Maquette. Maquette. Did you just say Maquette? If I we're going to win if we're gonna win this game today against Providence, you got to say Maquette. Maquette. Uh, you had the Maquette too, right, Aiden? I didn't. I had the Wisco. So the Maquette has a... Uh, Maquette. On top, so it's a burger, and then there's pepper, like some really good creamy pepper jack cheese on there, mac and cheese on it, bacon, a deep fried mac and cheese triangle in the middle of the burger, and then another one on I top. It's a wedge. Yeah, wedge. What? So it's just like it's an overload of Whatever, cheese just picky. coming into you. It's an overload of flavor of creaminess. I get it every single time I go to Sobes. Every single time it's. Usually the best thing. I Maybe the week. coolest thing in this game right now is that the band for Providence is all dressed up in Hawaiian and guys are playing guitar like they're literally in Hawaii. I like like that's the ukulele sick. vibe. That's pretty that's sick. That's awesome. My my stream is still Col- loading here, but college basketball, there's nothing like it, man. Nothing like college. And that's why that's another to my point about NFL teams playing in college stadiums. It's just the atmosphere and I feel bringing 100 and how many big households? Hundred thousand, hundred plus yeah. thousand. Hundred twenty thousand. Hundred ten, fifteen. Yeah, if you bring that that amount of people into an NFL game, which I don't, I don't know if they could fill the place. To be all in all honesty, Michigan, because Michigan fills it because people travel their games because alumni come back because their school is big. I don't know if the, know if the Detroit Lions could fill it. That's but, what. I'm, all right, you put like Bears Packers there, but would people travel? Yeah. Well, there's no. You really think so? I think that would be so cool. I know. I I think that would work. I really do. Cincinnati Steelers, something like that. I don't know. Yep. If you put a big enough rivalry game in a neutral site, NFL fans will travel. Do we want to jump to, and I know we're we're living in the present because we're playing Providence right now, but do we want to talk about Creighton on Tuesday? 
because we got the clip lined up. What? Uh, I, yeah, I'll talk about Creighton. It's kind of bad mojo to talk about it during the game, but why not? We got It's neutral thinking, right, Brian? We got to. That's no, our. That's it's, our book it's, reading. It's not neutral thinking. It's negative thinking because not only you did, learn, you learn not, from your mistakes. Not only did we lose, it's not like we were making mistakes. It's we got manhandled. Let's get On, to. Let, we couldn't do anything. Marcus Howard scored zero points in the first half. Let's let's Simple get to that. The, let's get to the boys at Pfizer on Tuesday. He's looking for more. What a oh. tough shot by Tyshawn Alexander. The hottest team in the conference. They have now won eight of their last nine. They're ten and four in league play, and they sit right on the heels of Seton Hall in second place in the Big East. That's Creighton and Greg McDermott. There you go. Oh my gosh. Outlasting Marquette. Please put Marquette. the ball in the hoop. Jeez. <laughs> Sorry. Crap show. Yeah. No. No. It's not. This is good. People are listening to me. They see my passion. They see our passion for I know, this game. I'm. I'm. I'm half joking. Um, it's good. It's good radio. Yeah. Creighton coming out. Uh, basically hit every big shot they needed to hit, and that's that's a test. It didn't seem like they they missed an open shot. No, they did, did at the did beginning not. of the game. They just didn't. Oh gosh. I yeah. Mean, good. That's our ball. Tyshawn Alexander. <laughs> that man. <laughs> Tyshawn Alexander hit every clutch shot they needed. We'd go down by three every time we were down three. Like we got the margin to three points. He'd hit a big shot. Yeah, he hit a huge. Um, and we were just we were just too. chasing for the last eight Absolutely. minutes of the game. We were yeah. within five probably the entire time, just chasing, and then they came away with it. So he's it, not going to get drafted this year. No, no, no. He he might be the he might be Big East Player of the Year next year. Next year he's going to terrorize the Big side, East. Next side. year he's going to ter- he's a two way player. Shut down Marcus Howard. Like I don't think that's as much him as it is McDermott. Good rebounds, Sakar. Yeah, but McDermott coached him up to do that. Like, yeah. Okay. There it is. There it is. And one. And one. No. Nope. Oh, no foul. No foul call. Hey, that's a home court call. All right. Uh, oh, side note, and I'll get into my big take on the Creighton game. Uh, Randy Ballack. What's his name? Uh, it's not Craig Ballack. It's uh, the dude. Um, oh, my gosh. What's his name? I don't know what his Something name is. Something Ballack from Creighton. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Your shooter in the number corner. 24, puffy, hair, puffy hair, yeah. Number 24 from Creighton. Yeah, gonna, your shooter in the corner. I'm gonna, he, I'm gonna you idolize right him. I don't idolize him because that's you know anti. Come on, it's it says in the Bible. You, in, in, in the Bible, it says you shall idolize no man. Mitch Ballack, playing for the Creighton Blue Jays. That guy could play for me any day of the week. He oh, moves around, moves around without the ball. He and but then he catches it like Ray Allen in the corner with his. Gro- bearded I, self. Can I say pretty, the, can I, pretty groomed? Can I beard. say the D word? Makes the th- what D word? Oh my gosh! Uh, I no, you're not I allowed to say that word. I, I don't like Mitch Ballack. I don't want that dude playing for my team. How about? No, uh, no yeah, I was he say plays well. One. He's complaining to the refs all game long about this. I didn't like him complaining that. to the refs. Oh, Marcus Hart. I don't like his defense. attitude. I don't like the way he ah. walks. I don't like the way he talks. Uncle Chris is really on to something when he says we have to watch our language because it's a family show while we're watching this game. Oh, my gosh. That was a late foul. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, you can't We got tackle. a fight in hey, the dunk. you can't play football on a basketball court, buddy. We got a fight in the dunk. Are you kidding me? Whoa, whoa. Yeah, my, my computer's a little bit behind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is why we have Yeah, Ian and I are watching the same thing. Yeah. So, Marcus just uh, basically got. He got tackled. Yeah. He got manhandled. That's, that's by, a flagrant foul. By Uncle Chris's boy, A.J. Reeves. Hey, it's fine. They're home court advantage. Yeah. If only you get, yeah. you get whatever Ryan you get will be there. Calls. Okay. So let's, again, recapping Creighton. Similar story to me as the first meeting in early January in Omaha. 
Marcus Howard was shut down, no offense. Marquette's offense was the polar opposite in terms of productivity to the Blue Jays' high-flying effort. And by the way, that guy signed that said, I tried, to, I tried to change my password to Blue Jays, but Checkmark said it was too weak. That was pretty good. And that guy was in the front row. Marquette, again, but back to the offense. Marquette, like I said, Marquette's offense was the polar opposite in my terms game, of the, my game went out. the productivity and having the Blue Jays, again, hit every shot. The big, But the big difference between the first meeting and this week's meeting, Marquette's defense played well, played a lot better than that last meet, which, like our boy John Fanta told us, Zach, was probably the worst defensive game of the year. Although I believe the defense was better, not atrocious, 73 points. Tyshawn Alexander, like we're talking about, and Massachusetts native Marcus Zigorowski. Getting chippy. Zigorowski can hoop. Had stones, ice in their veins, made every single shot. In sports, what my dad taught me, in that case, you got to tip your cap. Simple as that. Yeah, he played well. He's a Walpole. On the on, he from uh, Hamilton. Hamilton. I mean, Hamilton so against Creighton, my whole thing is like, yeah, we missed some shots that we should have been making. We could have played. We shouldn't better. have put ourselves in that position. We were well, down eight the entire game. I don't, I don't game. think that we played like horrible no, throughout. If you look at the game as a whole, I don't that's think a good team. I they, they, they outplayed us. Especially, they especially outplayed the us. So, in that case, on the road in the crate from a Creighton perspective, on the road against a good defensive effort by the Marquette Golden Eagles. Alexander and Zigorowski were the better shooters. Simple as that. I think you just got to tip your cap. Better defensive effort because, again, that first game in Omaha against them, Marquette's defense was the worst I've seen in all year. So, But, again, we're talking about the Providence game, 414-288-7091. That's 414-288-7091 on Twitter at GrubMUR. Tough atmosphere today. Simple as that. But I said... Marquette has a chance to polish off Providence's tourney hopes, so you never know. I want to give a quick shout-out to Bennett Lundberg, who was our potential guest this weekend, had a quick uh, community service uh, requirement or obligation come, come on, up. Come on, Bennett. What's more important here? He, he, had, no, something, no. he had something come, come up at the last minute. We saw him at Sobes. Yeah, we saw him at Sobes. He uh, explained to us in full detail why he couldn't be here. But he was, respect to Bennett. Yeah, he, he he'll make it on. He'll make it on another time. He's the man. He'll he'll come on and he will be. He is actually a, a recurring guest on the show. In a, pardon my take lingo, recurring <laughs> guest, a fr- a friend of the pod, friend of the pod. So we're rocking eleven twenty eight again four one four two eight eight seven zero nine. It looks like Matt's in a Barca game right now. Matt Dupacier. Yeah, a bar. That's Barcelona. Yeah. No way. That's FC Barca. Is that a story? Yeah. All right. And another one of my friends is at that's the dunk and plays this rocking. Bro, While that's like one of those things, like, if you look at, like, stadiums in, like, Europe for soccer games and you think that, like, even college stadiums here get into it, European fans for soccer are next level. Yep. Because it's, it's like a culture. It, it gets down to, like, a cultural thing for them. Yep. It's not like, it's not like, oh, just fan bases. These are, like, countries and large like groups of people it they're way more into that than we are into like any of our sports it's, it's insane you know who's into his sport john fanta i'm john fanta for the big east digital network not the fanta fantanas no not that not that kind of fanta. <laughs> this fan for the big east digital network that john fanta i'm john fanta and you're funny so this guy 
let's let's dive in because it maybe was our biggest. Oh, our moment talk with week. Fanta. Our talk with Fanta. Let's talk about it because Zach nailed him out with his twenty twenty vision eyes. Well, so I think we should introduce, from the court introduce this a little better. So before we leave for the game. Oh yeah, it, good. John Fanta just tweeted something about, about like he did an interview with Marcus Howard before the season started, and I get a text from my brother as uh, we were preparing to leave for Pfizer, and it just goes, it's a screenshot of this of this tweet by John Fanta with him and Marcus Howard, and he goes, you know your uh, your boy was roommates with John Fanta uh, in college, and I was you like, didn't know that. So well, he I, no, just so, told you that? No, I, that I, week, this week, the before we left for the game. Right before we left for the game. Yeah, but you never knew that previously. No, so I knew he was roommates with like an announcer kid. I just forgot about it. It was just like one of those details <laughs> that you forgot. An announcer. But kid. I remember John Jay Galley was telling me, like, yeah, like this dude just grinds all the time. He like travels for games and everything. He's like super into it. Like he's trying. He's really like he's really trying to make it big time. And then now he's like crazy success story. Big right, time. Zach. Big time. Yep. Yeah. Um, big time. But so Zach is going crazy. He's like, "No way, your brother knows John Fanta. No way." I no follow way. John Fanta on Twitter. I follow all of his biggest media. He puts out yeah, good content. Yeah, Twitter nut for and the then, biggest uh, content. And then we're at the game and we see John Fanta and we got there really early. We're sitting third row, right next to the band. Which, thanks guys, I love sitting next to the band. That was good seats. Those were good seats. Yeah, we could have gotten the same seats on the other side. Oh, like the other side. Anyways, <laughs> they see John Fanta. They go over. They say hi to him. And they're over there for how long were you guys talking with him for originally? Like five, 20, five, no, 10 minutes? I was going to say 20 minutes. Probably like 10 minutes. A solid 10. Like it wasn't at like least a, five. It, it started off as like a hello and a picture. And I'm just watching like you guys talk with yeah. him. Yeah. Then you guys are just like shooting the SHIT. Like, yeah, he was just standing. Oh, he was on. just standing at the uh, basically on court on the court level. And it was kind of funny because we tried to go down to talk to him. And one of the security, Pfizer, was very strict. Yeah. One of the security ladies was like, no, you're to, not allowed down here. We had to sneak our way but, through. But uh, sure. John came up to us and I basically just told him the connection we had. Are you on a first name basis with him now? John? Yeah, John. Okay. Mr. Just checking. Fanta? Just checking. Oh, yeah, John. Just checking. Um, and I made that connection and then we just got toasted by PC. Zach was yelling. You mean Creighton? Oh. No, uh, you mean Creighton. So Zach... We were probably tw- 15 to 20 feet away from John Fanta. And Zach, now from my perspective of the story, starts yelling, John, John, my roommate is Brian Gallagher, who is brothers with John Gallagher. You got to get someone's attention said, somehow. Yeah. That's how you get his so attention. Once he said John and John, once he said the John and John Gallagher, John Fanta just starts going, Oh, John! Yeah. yeah so it was it was really fun, um, and, and he came up like you said, shot the breeze with us about college basketball. Yeah, about the biggest shop. Uh, we were talking a lot about defensive player of the year. How uh, Creighton's going to defend Marcus? The defensive, that night. the defensive perspective um, of this game, game of the year. Um, he will be back here in Milwaukee for Seton Hall on the 29th, 29th which and is, we will also see that's him in a the week from today. Yeah, it is. Holy crap! It, it doesn't, it a, it doesn't sound as good of as a game right now. Uh, I don't know. Considering we're gonna lose this, doesn't look like that. All right, look at game. this. Look at this. Uh, CBB on Fox first four graphic. Out. Georgetown, Cincinnati, Providence, out. and Richmond. Oh, Georgetown too. Shoot, Richmond Spiders. Richmond cool with logo. twenty wins. That's a cool logo. Richmond. I yeah, think twenty Richmond win teams cool have logo. a better better shot. Yeah, no, no you, you always want the team with the most wins. Like not always, but no, because right. I'm also a big fan of the Q1, Q2 wins. Pause. Pause this graphic. Why is that dude holding a Bud Light in the student section? That's what happened to the back of that dude's head. Their coach. Ed Cooley? Yeah. Is it just like a bald spot or? 
I think he's had health complications. Ooh, um, sorry about that. Can we Marcus Howard oh for three. Gosh. That one out. You stink. Um, <laughs> Travel. <laughs> so let's again get to our boys at Pfizer Forum. They're now in the, not at the Pfizer at the Dunk the Dunkin' Donuts Center. Should it be renamed the Dunkin' Center because Dunkin' Donuts is no longer? I think it extinct. automatically just gets renamed then, right? No. No. Our high school automatically got renamed when Pope John Paul II turned into St. John Paul II. By the way, Marcus Howard. Oh, that's wild. Please go in. Let's go. You you went to Pope St. John II High School and it just got renamed to St. My freshman freshman year was Pope John Paul II High School because he was Pope John Paul II. Hasn't he been a saint for a while? Not since he got canonized my sophomore year. So sophomore year, they changed it to St. John Paul II High School. That's okay, so, so if you have like Pope St. John Paul II. I have gear that says Pope, Pope John Paul II. Yeah, if you have the Pope, it's like the OG. OG, absolutely. Okay, yeah, exactly. I got you. That's kind of exactly. cool. I like that. Exactly. So I was the, I was the last nope. class to have that sort of nostalgia thing. But Marcus, Marcus Darrell Revis Howard is just penetrating my eyeballs now because he just stole that ball from Nate Watson or somebody. Goes down the court, pull up three, shoots it, bang. Just reminds me of how he's Revis. He's trying to do too much. Revis Jr. He is hogging it right now. You don't have to do it alone, Marcus. You don't have to go at it you alone. Don't you don't have to go at it alone. You don't have to do alone. it alone. Oh, that's your boy, Nate Watson. Uh, All right, we're getting into bad radio. But, yes, John Fanta, just to put a uh, rap on that. Oh, my gosh. He is the absolute man. Like, we cannot say anything bad about him. Right, Zach? Yeah, yeah and then he came over and talked to come me. On, he'll I, come on this podcast. So we'll I was have feeling fun lazy. Him. I didn't want to walk all the way over to go say hi because you got to go up all the stairs, and then you got to go around the stadium and then down all those stairs. But then he came over, said hi to me, said what's up. We talked a little bit at Big East Tournament. He gave us some good tips. For, yeah, he gave uh, us after. a tip to where to go after the game with a okay. uh, yep. Kar- karaoke joint. Yeah, after where, Marquette wins the championship. Yeah, all right, buddy. Yeah. Not looking That's what he good. told us. Yeah, or maybe I that's believe what that's we told what I him. said. Yeah, that's what you said. Okay. Yeah, no, it was it was a good time though. Maybe we'll see him. Uh, we'll see him around. So let's work on this because Seton Hall is in a week. He will be on campus in seven days. So, the pipe dream is if he gets if he gets in town on Friday, maybe we can we can schedule an interview with him, have him on because we have that connection now. So, watch out, game games and Graf fans. I'll work on that. We will work on that. Oh, okay. That was the Marcus Howard reaction. Want to end a little bit early today? Eleven thirty-six. We're rocking. We have we have a couple more segments. It's four one four two in two eight eight seven zero nine one. We have to talk about Pat Connaughton by the end. Okay, you're not you're not passionate about this, so let's move on. So Pat Connaughton, we get to. M- Are we talking about what? Is dunk contest? Let's talk about the oh, yeah. Let's, yeah. Talk, about, hold up. let's talk about the NBA All Star yeah. Weekend as a whole. We, so last <clears throat> Saturday with me and Zach, we talked about the celebrity game and the rising stars game. Yep. It was on Friday Which night. We, had so seen. Friday. But we haven't talked about the skills competition, the dunk contest, the three point contest, and then the actual NBA All Star game. And I'm gonna emphasize oh my gosh, the awesome. All Star game. It yeah, was, was All Star. That was the best. It, it was. Oh my gosh! It was pass the ball. Awesome. Oh my gosh! Pass the ball, please, Marcus. Um, so they are you, had. Are you behind? Because Providence has the ball right now for me. Yeah, I have two streams. Sorry. All right. So let's let's talk about the NBA All Star Weekend. <laughs> let's talk about the NBA. We'll start with uh, Saturday night. So we had the skills competition. Bam Adebayo won it. Nobody was expecting that. Bam, bam, bam. Bam, 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 bam. And then uh, after, right after that, was the three point contest, which. 
it didn't seem like they were making a lot of shots. It was ugly for the first few. And I, then I will get to, and then, I will uh, give you that. Who won that the three point contest? Was it Buddy Healed? Yep. Buddy Healed wins it on his last shot by one point. So he had the the money rack where each ball is worth two or two points. And he, he's like making them and he's trying to like win, win, win. And then that last shot he makes it, wins it. That makes it exciting. And he then we, went nuts after that. And then we get Passionate to the dunk. Play. Then we went then we get to the dunk contest. So we have the veteran, Dwight Howard. We have the guy that seems like he's in it every single year. And Aaron, Aaron Gordon. Yep. Derek Jones Jr., who you, just has some you rookie? bounce. No, he's been in the league for a couple of years, but he was in the G League and this is his second dunk contest. And then okay. We have our guy, Pat Connaughton. PC. PC. Planet Pat, baby. Planet Pat. Um, Pat Connaughton, his first dunk. I liked it just because like, I think the style factor. He couldn't have gotten one more point from Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade. What, did oh he get a 45? Right, so he Dwayne a Wade. Just for Dwayne background. Wade. No, I don't think anyone else got an eight during the entire <laughs> during the entire. Yeah. entire dunk contest. And then Dwayne Wade just was decided he nice, to give. Was he nice to Dwayne Howard, too? Yeah, they just—he was nice. To, they were nice to everyone. That's a—they got to figure out. And I think, I think if you make the dunk on the first, or like if you don't make it on the first time, you got to get docked get, more. Yeah. You got to. I don't, get I don't more. think you should be able to get tens if you yeah. miss the first time. Especially if you miss the first two. Yeah. I mean, Aaron Gordon's that that dunk that came off the side of the backboard. Well, and then wait, a minute, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because here's some hypocrisy. Pat Connaughton got a fifty for that touch. It's the first one. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. It was third. It was, third. It, was, it was the first time he'd ever done it. He, it was the first. He hit attempt? both his. No yeah, way. First attempts, both so of them. Hit them both on the first I attempt. Think, no, the the the, the Yelich one was. He did it first. Yes. The the other one was not. The one was it over Giannis? It was yeah, over Giannis. Yeah, over Giannis. And he touched the backboard. He touched the backboard with the ball and then went in for the. He dunk. missed that twice. Which. He got fifty on that, right? Yeah. yeah. So in he your should have gotten a fifty on that. People don't from know your how thought, hard that is. To from do your that. thought process, then kids can't get fifties if you miss the first time. Then yeah. that would have after Pat Connaughton, right? So I'm just checking your I'm checking your thought process here. Yeah. By that. Yeah, by that logic, absolutely. By that logic, so I think it's invalid. Then I've I've proved it like Socrates to say that you can't. I'm pretty sure even he hit though, it on the first time. Even though still, you no, miss. I think so. But we, we had a uh, we had a reaction cam set we up. We had a reaction cam. We, so had, I have we had the Pat Constant towel repping the room and we were going we were going nuts. We got into it. It was fun to watch. Brian had the towel around his neck. Now that I'm looking at the clip. After the dunk, we were swirling around the room, around the scores table, looking for our man Dwayne Wade to give him a ten. And this is what happened when Pat Connaughton... I don't, I don't know if D-Wade is our man anymore. This is what ha- comes Sunday night at 9 p.m. Eastern when that D-Wade Life Unexpected documentary comes out, which is, again, tomorrow, you're going to be back on the D-Wade train. Yeah, I know. That's going to be pretty cool. <laughs> we missed the screening at Dave & Buster's, the uh, exclusive screening for Marquette Basketball. But So Saturday night, All-Star Weekend, it was, it was exciting. It was fun. Um, they they had they had the tweak in the three point contest where they had the extra range shots Mountain Dew the mount- four point Mountain or Dew three point three point shots yep um, that that adds a little twist into it someone forgot to run to it or like they ran from the second to the third station and Joe then they, Harris I believe yeah Joe Harris and then he was then he like had a circle back which was kind of funny but um, watching the uh, the pregame show with uh, Chuck Shaq Ernie and uh, Kenny Smith and Ken- Kenny the Jet Smith yep. They're coming out with a documentary. Remember the uh, trailer for that, Zach? 
I yeah, love that. Looks, looks pretty good. Best, you, you best showed guys it to on Zach? television. What? You showed it to Zach? He, Zach and me are watching it live. What do you mean they oh. show it to Zach? Come on, Aiden. Well, you told me about it. I didn't hear yeah, the actual you, It's because you weren't there. I was. Where were you? On Saturday? Yeah. Huh? Where were the you? The brew. Studying. Oh. <laughs> studying. Studying. I actually get work done on Saturday. Yeah. Period. Yeah, okay, buddy. Sunday, I sit on my... So, Sunday, Sunday was interesting because the All-Star game starts. I didn't watch the first... Oh, Marcus Howard. Where was I? I think I was at the library, and I was like, oh, I don't really want to watch the All-Star game. But I like kind of have the scores up, and then I get back from the library, and you guys are watching the game. Yep. And, I, and Zach was like, yeah, it's getting kind of competitive. Kid was at the library, by the way, side note. Yeah. Zach was like, it's getting kind of competitive. And I was like, yeah, for sure. It's the All-Star game. Zach, you want to comment on the competitiveness we saw in the fourth quarter? Yeah, Zach's, it was awesome. Zach's in the trenches right now. It was awesome. It was awesome. That's all he has to say. It's awesome. Yeah. It, I mean, it was the most was competitive people, all-star game I've ever seen. We had we had James Harden playing defense. We had people diving for loose balls. Kyle Lowry taking two James offensive Harden fouls. Defense. Two offensive fouls, Kyle Lowry just setting picks. And the best thing about it is it wasn't the starters that were elected in at the end of the game. It was like the guys, either NBA champions or like just like the known veterans, like Chris Paul was in. It was like the, it was just those guys that are almost in that next class that were in at the end of the game that made it that made it that much more interesting. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't want to watch Trey That's second class. I don't want to watch Trey Young playing at the end of the game. I want to watch the veteran Chris Paul, the Jason Tatum playing playing with like basically the banana boat crew. I guess it was just uh, LeBron out LeBron. there. LeBron, oh Carmelo Anthony. Bro, can you imagine if Carmelo Anthony <laughs> was playing there? Oh my there? gosh, if Carmelo Anthony. But it ended on a free throw, which I know some people are mad about. Yep. Um, Chuck the uh, Dr. Humphrey. I want to give him a shout out. I think he was upset about that. Yeah, I mean. I bet they'll tweak it so that it can't be ended on a free throw in future years. Maybe yeah. maybe they'll make it win by two. If no, it's, win if by it's uh, someone proposed that they take away a point for a free throw from the other team, I like that. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. So it just takes away points from the other team. No, I like that. Um, the Elam ending, awesome though. Awesome, loved it, and it stands at twenty four for Kobe Bryant tribute. Yeah, and kids, uh, guys on the East were wearing number twenty four or. Yeah, guys, uh, Team Giannis were wearing number 24. Yeah. Team LeBron was wearing number two for Gianna Bryant, which is really cool. So that's a wrap-up on the All-Star game. Actually, it's not because I want to play this one more time. The reaction to Pat Connaughton getting 50, your Games and Grub boys sent up an electric chair like Barstool Sports. Here it is. I'm surprised I could get through that entire clip without Zach not swearing. I know. I, well, maybe I cut it out. I forget. But yeah, that was. Uh, put a. I had to put a camera in the corner. We were all going nuts. Yeah, to tackle we Brian. <laughs> that was a. That was a fun night. Until I think. He, I think Brian went. And down. so Pat Content, he dressed up in the like I mentioned earlier. He should have gotten more style points because he did the white man can't jump. He's wearing like yep. the, the shorts, the shirt with like the picture from the movie on it, and then like that hat. He put the shoes have, have guys, on the desk of yeah. the scores table to like impress the scores. Have you guys seen that movie? I've never White seen Man it. Can't Jump? No, and this is it. what I wanted to talk yeah, about. I think, so, I think we have to watch it. I think we do. And uh, my dad on the phone reprimanded me for not seeing it. <laughs> so we're going to have to jump in. I want to say my dad told me once because I asked him about it because I think like an announcer on TV once mentioned it. I asked him, like, is that a good movie? My dad was like, 
it's such a horrible movie. I'm like, really? I don't know. That's why I feel like I feel like I've heard my dad tell me white men can't jump. Isn't a good movie. But well, last year uh, I think I'd enjoy it. It's last a movie. Last year, tail end of the calendar year, we watched Friday Night Lights, and I heard you guys talk last week on the podcast slash show about Friday Night Lights. Should the Games and Grub crew rewatch it? And I think this is one of this is our our alternative. One of our of yeah. our alternatives because we need sports movie slash TV content or food or food. Yeah. <clears throat> I could get into watching. We I can into, get into a cookie show. I like the one where they come around with a shopping cart and just grab. They only have so much money. Yeah. Guys, guys, grocery games. Yeah, maybe that's it. What Boom. about? Uh, I that, just nailed that. What about uh, Man vs. Food? That was a good show. I don't know what that I, is. You never watch Man vs. Food? No. I like AJ, Cupcake Wars. AJ Bombers. They went to AJ Bombers. Yeah, so this guy, this guy just goes around. He like finds like the best like the best like restaurant or like restaurant challenges. So he'll eat like a three pound burger with like a two gallon milkshake, and he'll just demolish it it is so much fun to watch you know what's another sports alternative to watching friday night lights is just watching zach play nhl 19 at our Chell? yeah watching zach play chell and zach, I, you've been working people online i feel like not really no no nope. he's been like in the trenches grinding because it's he'll, like he'll be working people win soon. lose because you never know who you're gonna run into it's just win lose win lose there's no consistency He'll play a dude that's better than him, but then he'll beat a dude. So it's a or whoever's playing. I don't know if it's a dude. Could be a female as well. So four one four two eight eight seven zero nine one. Call us up. Four one four two eight eight seven zero nine one. How's the format of the All Star game? I love the three court. I love the charity. I think Team Giannis and Team LeBron representing the the charities being there and chanting being there was, was a college basketball awesome. atmosphere. It was electric because they're they're chanting like like for their teams and um, I loved it when like Team LeBron at the end of the first quarter, the last like fifty nine seconds when the clock goes from like one zero zero to fifty nine point nine. The last the last sixty fifty nine seconds, these LeBron fans were cheering so loud. It was like a college basketball game. You, so unbelievable. I was listening to Colin Coward talking about uh, the All-Star game just for you a little bit. You were listening to Colin Coward? I, I have to no, tune in sometimes. I'm kidding. I used to be a bigger Coward guy, but recently he's just a little too much sometimes. But I'm listening to him. Just kind of want to see what he had to say about the All-Star game. And I he attributed like all of this, this like the success of the All-Star game being competitive to LeBron James. He was like, when LeBron James does something, the entire NBA follows him. And I'm like, it wasn't just LeBron that I feel like set that. I feel like Giannis is almost, like, Giannis was the guy that made it competitive at first. Giannis, what, Giannis was yeah, playing no, hard. Well, he was playing hard from the first. Yeah. He was, uh, he was the mean, guy. Everyone else was just chucking up shots. Yeah. And even the MVP of the game, Kawhi, uh, was kind of just chucking up shots at the beginning and they, they ended up falling at a crazy amount. I mean, yes, do the other NBA players follow LeBron when he does something? Yes, but I wouldn't attribute... Like, what do you mean follow LeBron? Like, it, like LeBron used to do load management when he was back in Cleveland, yeah? He used to just sit out games and then it became this whole deal. Guess what he hasn't been doing lately? Load management. And now no other players are doing it except for Kawhi Leonard. And Kawhi Leonard's just in his own little world. So did Giannis pick... The right team, clearly not. It was a close game. It was, 
Did Giannis they pick harder. the right team? Well, this I was said our, this last time. This is our clip and rip it yeah, last I week. I clipped them for taking Pascal Siakam over. There were like 30 other guys that could that, have done something. Was Pas- Honestly, the bench of Was Pascal team Siakam on the game? He, I think he was on the court at the end of the game. And Probably was. He was just like the one guy that wasn't like in that class yeah. that I think should have been there. But like Kyle Lowry, Kyle Lowry's a champion. He's a hustle player and he's a competitor. Villanova. Yeah, Villanova. Shut up. Um, Shut up. Why got, do you want to shout out Villanova? Because we had four Big East players in that game. Okay. That's I just why. to give you the credibility. Yeah. I don't know why. Um, we go to Marquette here. But, yeah, I hope that next year it's just as competitive. I don't, I'm not worried about the players getting injured. I just I think they're all so good at basketball, and if you put like that level of players all on the court, yeah, they're not the gonna GMs be, are scared. They're, but they're that. not going to be playing in a way that's going to injure them. The GMs are scared that you, you can dive the, on the floor and not get the injured. players are playing too hard and they're going to be injured in the All Star game. It's going to be a you know crap show in terms of injury and all that. I don't agree. I think, like you're saying, they're playing in a way. They're professionals. They know how to play the game the smart way. So I disagree. These these dudes could play pickup games in the summer that are that intense all the time and not get injured. I'm not worried about an injury happening. Um, I'm not. Let's get to four one. Let's get to our final segment. Why we love sports. This is why we love to wrap up the show with a feel good story every week. Part one. Zach, do you want to mention? No. So let's go to part two. Why we love sports. Francis. So this is Francis. This this week, Francis is our guy. So Variety of Wisconsin at Variety WI tweeted on 218 that our variety kid Francis met his dream player love thank you goes out to Marcus Howard for hearing Francis's story and wanting to meet him amazing experience with lifelong memories Francis said it best quote this is the best day of my life so Francis a uh, variety kid uh, for the variety of Wisconsin providing life enriching assistance to Wisconsin children challenged by physical disabilities he got to Pfizer on Tuesday got to meet Marcus Howard and give him his note which is just cute as death if you like if you're looking at if you're looking at if you're a fan of us on games and grub and you're a fan of these tear-jerking stories Zach and I were talking about this the other night feel good news is the best news so Marcus you're my favorite basketball player good luck in the NCAA I'll be cheering for you. Best player from Francis. Just tear-jerking stuff. So we love that. Variety, Wisconsin. Marcus Howard teaming up to have Francis have, quote, the best day of his life. 414-288-7091. 414-288-7091. On Twitter, at GrubMUR. I want to give a shout-out again to my sister Erin. She just sent... She just put a little input in during the show talking about the uh, the Friends reunion, which none of you guys are excited about, but I am. I'm I'm not the biggest fan of Friends. Though. That's my Zach. That. Zach has it as basically a badge of, badge of honor that he hasn't watched Friends or he doesn't watch Friends, and he just nodded because he's deep into the Twitter uh, spear, and John Fanta is probably getting him worked up about how Marquette sucks right now, so. He's in the trenches. So, but. Um, I've been kind of doing this thing where, like, I don't, I just kind of save a <clears> bunch <throat> of, like, sports clips I see, like, through my feed on yeah. Instagram. Um, and this one caught my eye this week. It was Charles Barkley talking about Luka Doncic. 
that's a bad white boy. Dot, dot, dot. We're getting really close to little black kids in the hood wearing his jersey. That's what Charles Barkley said. You can't say that. What? Wait. It's, it's a quote what? from Charles yeah, Barkley. Yeah, no, no, I'm kidding. Like, Charles Barkley, like, yeah, can't a, say that. That's a quote from Charles Barkley. That's what I'm saying. No, that that's a... But what was your take th- on that think, quote? No, no, think about that. You, like, they're not going to be wearing, like, like LeBron jerseys, maybe. They're going to be wearing this little kid from Slovenia named Luka Doncic, his jersey. That's how good this guy is at basketball. It's just, it's definitely what, a... It's it's a hot take, is hot, what it is. Out there comment. I know it's a Charles Barkley comment, and that really caught my eye. And it was just like, is that is that how good Luka Doncic is? I mean, I want a Luka jersey. If you guys, if anyone wants to find me a birthday present, that's a it's a solid pick. It's a little podcast pump here. You're just little podcast your, pump. You're putting your Christmas list but out there. This the is podcast. why this is why I love Charles Barkley. He just says these things that like who else would ever say that? I don't know. It's a good question. But we're we're coming down to the end. After us, feel free to stay tuned in to my tour guide colleagues and friends, Caroline Seski and Mikey Walsh, for their show, Hello Milwaukee. So stay tuned for that, 12 to 1.30, right here on Marquette Radio. For us, we're wrapping it up. Five minutes left. So call us up at 414-288-7091 or on Twitter at Grub M-U-R. Good luck to the girls, by the way, at the track team. Or the team. girls at the track team. The, the girls at the track team, Aiden. You just, the oh, first time. Yeah, we didn't even talk about the track meet. Yeah, let's, there's a track meet today. At, let's talk um, about it. At UWM, University of Milwaukee, Wisconsin's indoor track. That would be you. I was going to go UWM. until Zach was like, you cannot miss the podcast. No, you can't miss the radio show. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I made a commitment. So, I'm here. that was bad. Um, <laughs> we... Congrats, I'll... I'll hat tip for being here bro we have Thanks. three of our future roommates competing today in um pole vault triple jump and throws and weight throw shot put and shot put shot put sorry just shot i put. think she does more just than shot put does she just shot, do put. shot put okay and they okay. are in it's, it's kind of just a warm-up meet for the big east meet next uh next week the big meet of the season um Marquette women's track and field Big trying to take Big down East is the in New York, right? Big East. No. No? I wish, dude. It's in Ohio, I think. Okay. I saw it on Kenny's calendar. Yeah. It's you in look at uh, people's calendars, Aiden? It was like her planner. Was right in front Aiden of me. creeps on people's planners. It was like so the only keep, thing. Keep your stuff hidden. It was the only thing that was on there, like a blank schedule except for the Big East. That just shows Kenny's commitment. Shows everyone. You know what else shows the commitment? Calling into the show and we got our next caller. Oh. Caller, you are on the air. Hello, my brothers. How are you? This is, this is Friar Pablo from Providence. Where are you? Where are you right now? Are you like in? I'm acting room. Where? I'm not supposed to be using the phone. You're in the what room? The chanting room. Oh, he's a friar. I don't know if you can he's hear it. Friar, Dominican. Yes. We got a Dominican yes. friar here. Yes, my brothers. I just wanted to remind you. <laughs> Because your team didn't seem to get the memo that the game started at noon. So maybe you had your clocks set wrong. Yeah, central I time. I care it, about it gets time you. because time is infin- infinite. But <laughs> your team should care more about time. Good day, my brothers. Good day. Good day, our good friar caller. Good day. All right, so maybe we didn't get the memo that the game started at 12, but I think we will... <laughs> 
the game actually started at eleven here, yeah. and I think they think I think the team thinks the game starts at twelve central. So I think they got the time central. zones mixed up. So mixed up. So I think the second half is going to go a lot better than the first. I you don't think? think it can go. I don't think it can get much worse than this. I think we should be down twenty right now. I really do. And we're only down twelve. An so update. Now. Okay, twelve is the score. And yeah, we're only down twelve. We can't grab a rebound. We can't make a shot. Marcus Howard's trying to do too much. Jamal Kane's been the the light. Oh, hit he, it. He looks pretty good. Oh out my there. God, Marcus just airballed. We? What's your we? What's your what's your jersey number? What? Thirteen. You're saying we? Yeah, we're the sixth man on the market. Student section. Buckets. Oh, that's a good. Okay, Airball. that's a good. Gross. That's a good retort. Gosh. All right. Any final thoughts? We're gonna get back to the room no, I think for we're the second all, half. Yeah, it looks like confidence a big, filled. Big second half from Kobe McEwen. Let's see oh, some big wow. three pointers. This game is um, running away from us. Divine intervention, yeah. as Barstool Marquette would say. Oh. Right. All, all right. right. Thanks for tuning in. We will be back next week on Marquette Radio, February 29th. Until then, listen to us Thanks on the podcast, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Listen to us there. Get us on Twitter. We'll be posting content throughout the week. Stay at, classy, Milwaukee. At Grub, M-U-R, 414-288-7091. Thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned for Hello Milwaukee right here on Marquette Radio. For us, until next time. That was a travel. That was a travel. That was a travel. That was a travel. Until then, see you then or see you and see. Oh, I just messed that up. See you then or see you another time through a walkie. Marcus just hit an and one three. Wait, Marcus just hit an and one three with five seconds left in the half. Feel the sky. Let your soul and spirit fly into the mystic. Where that foghorn blows, I will be coming home. And when the foghorn blows, I wanna hear it. I don't have.